0: make big decisions, and how to hear God when we make big decisions. Um, So the first thing, I'm going to have four main points this morning, and the first one is being attentive to the Word of God. I'm first going to go to the the chapter, John 10, uh, verse 27 to 28. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. We hear God's voice, we are his sheep, but we need to listen attentively and hear God's voice. We need to block out all the background noise and distractions and come into the stillness and quietness of God's presence in prayer and petition. Some more verses that speak about God's stillness and presence um, is Psalm 37 verse 7. It says, be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for him to act. Don't worry about evil people who prosper or fret about their wicked schemes. We also see in Habakkuk 2 verse 20, The Lord is in His holy temple, all the earth, be quiet in His presence. 1 Samuel 12:16 says, Now then, stand still and see this great thing the Lord is about to do before your eyes. So from this last verse here, it says, The great thing the Lord is about to do before your eyes. It says, Stand still and see. Not only do we need to listen attentively, but we need to look and see attentively. See the things God is working around us, what He is leading us into, what He is preparing for us, and what He is showing us. What doors is He opening, and what doors is He closing around us? We also need to spend quality time in the Word of God. The Word of God is the truth, the actual words from God in the Bible. Um, So sometimes we're wondering, you know, why are we not hearing from God and we've been in a season and we're looking for God to speak to us, but are we actually being immersed in the Word, in the the Bible of truth? I think a lot of the time we just need to get into the Word and into the Bible and there's going to be a lot of answers there because God is speaking directly to us through there as well. And we need to come before the Lord in a still and quiet state of mind. Like often we've got so many distractions, especially in this current age and world where we've got cell phones and computers and whatnot. Um, and for me personally, sometimes when I'm texting or whatever and Erica's speaking to me, um, everything's going in one ear and out the other ear, like um, not hearing anything. And I think it's the same when we come into God's presence. We need our, our posture is really important. Like we need to come towards God with the posture to receive and come into the stillness and quietness of his presence. We need to put away not only physical distractions around us, but also emotional distractions. So like fear, anxiety, and it, our emotions can get in the way of hearing from God as well. Our attitude is very important. Having a posture to listen more and spending more quality time with our King will ensure we receive direction and revelation, revelation in our lives. When we're praying, sometimes we're always asking God and we're talking, talking, talking. But we also need to make a time to listen, and let God have a chance to speak. Like we've always always got that annoying friend when we go for a coffee, and they just talk about their whole lives the whole time, and we're just sitting there listening. Um, but I think it's the same with God. We need to give Him a time to speak to us as well, and we need to come before Him in His presence, in the stillness, and just wait for Him and hear Him. The second point I'm going to make today is stay in your own lane. So it's very important to know the season you are in and what God's plans and purposes are are for you in that season. We can't look to someone else and base base our faith and decisions on what someone else is doing and what season they're in. Sometimes, if we do that, we sometimes drown like Pharaoh because we think if Moses could open the sea and walk straight through, then so can we, but we need to be careful. We can't afford to be careless and follow a word Um, That someone else has got from God. We need to focus on getting an individual word from God for us. Sometimes we're stepping into something and we're wondering why we're not prospering. Um, But could it be that we're stepping into the wrong thing that God is actually calling us to step in? And sometimes we're doing the same thing as others and we see them prospering and we're wondering why we're not prospering. But are we actually in the right calling and are we doing what God is actually planning for us? because we're all the body of Christ, but we all have different functions and roles, and we get used by God like tools uh, for the furthering of his kingdom. Um, As we see in Romans 12, verse three to six, "'For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, "'Do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, "'but rather think of yourself with sober judgment "'in accordance with the faith "'God has distributed to each of you. "'For just as each of us has one body with many members,' And these members do not all have the same function. So in Christ, we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. I'm going to move on to my third point now, which is take a step of faith. So I'm going to pick this up in the book of Matthew. Um, So Jesus had just gone up the mountain to pray, and he had just come down, and the disciples had got into the the boat and headed out onto the lake. Um, So I'm gonna pick up on Matthew 14, uh, verse 25 to 32. Uh, So it says, shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it is I, do not be afraid, Lord, if it 's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water so peter wasn 't walking out on the lake for no reason; he was walking out on the lake because Jesus had called him to come to him. How many of us in this day and age walk into something without Jesus actually calling us into it? We need to wait for his confirmation to make sure that what he is calling us into um, is where we like if he calls us, he's responsible for us. So we know if we're going out there, he's going to be responsible for us. And it's okay like Peter to ask for confirmation. Like he says, um, God, if it is you, um, how many times do we, you know, stop and just ask for confirmation as well? Like, God, is this the right way you're leading me? Is this the step that you wanting me to take? Um, is this the way or do you want me to go another way? And that's okay. He will answer us if we give him that. Uh, Referring to Jesus, it says, come, he said, verse 29. The determining factor is invitation. God will give you the word and call you, but he will not move your feet. Peter had to take that first step. So if God is calling you into something, don't get analysis paralysis. Don't get paralyzed in overanalyzing and overthinking the situation. If Peter was waiting for God to move his feet or waiting to calm the storm, he would still be in the boat to this day. (laughs) We've got to be careful as well. Like sometimes we see the storm and everything around us, but sometimes we just got to walk anyway, like Peter. Sometimes we're waiting for the perfect conditions before we're stepping into something, for something to go right, or for things to calm down, or for us to sort our lives out first. Um, But sometimes. The perfect conditions are not going to always be perfect. We just need to go take a step of faith and walk into what God is calling us into. Uh, Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? Jesus refers to Peter having such little faith here. But how many of us would walk out into something, um, into the storms um, while everything, all the turmoil and storms are going around? How many of us would still walk into that direction? And how much of us would how many of us would try to walk on the water like Peter's, Peter did that day? Like Jesus was referring to his faith um, as little, but I think what Jesus was meaning here is Jesus, when he was said, Peter, you have little faith, he was referring to Peter having a short burst of faith, um, because he had the faith at the beginning, it was really hard, taking the first few steps, but I think the problem was he didn't have the, the endurance and the perseverance to last, so he didn't have that long-lasting faith, and I think it's similar to sometimes when we go to a church conference, or we um, you know, get immersed in the Word for a few weeks, and you know, we're really on fire for God. And then, um, you know, sometimes a month or two later it's a different thing and we sort of lose our fire and that. But we need to make sure we, we have the perseverance and endurance and we are comp- uh, yeah, um, always immersing ourselves in the Word and growing us and um, strengthening ourselves in God and His faith. Another thing why Peter sank is he took his, G- he took his focus off of Jesus. Like he was focused on Jesus, then he started to look around at the storm and the turmoil and all the crazy wind and everything that was going on around him. Um, if we lose our focus on Jesus, we can easily sink. But we can rest in the fact that Jesus will always be there as well to help us up, um, like he helped Peter and he grabbed his hand. Um, yeah, because as we know, the one who call us, calls us is responsible for us. So Jesus calling us into something. We don't have to be worried if he's going to take care of us because we know he's actually caught us into that particular season and purpose. And even though we do, we might fall, he's going to lift us back up and he's going to get us to finish it. And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him saying, truly you are the Son of God. I find this passage really cool because by Peter's faith, even though it being short-lived and small, he was able to impact the faith of those in the boat as well, all the other disciples, even by them not even taking a step of faith to try and walk. Um, and I think it's the same with us. If we take a leap of faith and go after something um, and other people see what Jesus is doing in our lives and through us, we can actually increase the faith of other people, uh, um, our friends and family and our work colleagues around us as well. My fourth point is let the Holy Spirit guide your decisions. When we believe in God and receive him as our Lord and Savior, we receive the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit acts like an indicator, leading and guiding us in to make decisions. In Ephesians 1, 13 to 14, it says, and you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation. When you believed, you were marked in him with the seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit, guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession, to the praise of His glory. In John 14, verse 26, we says, But the Advocate, which is the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything I have said to you. What a beautiful gift to have the Holy Spirit to lead and guide us when making decisions. And I believe the Holy Spirit speaks to us in so many different ways, we just have to be attentive to it and listen to it. We need to keep our eyes focused on what is ahead instead of looking to the past and what's behind and the events happening around and below us. We need to make sure that our faith has the endurance and perseverance to keep going and keeping our eyes focused on Jesus so that we get to where He wants us to get and so that what we can do, what He wants us to do without sinking. So how many of us in today's age have some big decisions to make this year? Who's waiting to hear from a a word from God? Yeah? I believe that this morning that God's going to speak to us um, in a new and fresh way this morning um, as we come into his presence um, in stillness and quietness to hear his word. Um, God has big things in store, I'm sure, for Shaw Elam Church in 2020. And us as the body of Christ, we have an important role to play as well. (laughs) Um, So I pray that God will speak to us this morning and lead and guide us accordingly and that we would all play our part to further God's kingdom. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you so much for your word this morning, Lord, and how that you um, speak through us through your word, Lord. I pray, Father God, that you would help us all this morning, Lord, and um, through this year, Lord, as we make big decisions. It might be which job to take, Lord, um, which university to go to, who to marry. Um, Might be anything, Lord God, but we pray, Lord Jesus, that as we rest in you, Lord, and we rely on you, that you would speak to us through the Holy Spirit, that we would hear your voice amidst the storms and the chaos, Lord and that everything else would be blocked out and would come before you, Lord, give you the quietness and stillness in your presence and give you quality time to lead and direct us accordingly, Father. We thank you so much, Father, as well for your gift of dying on the cross and going up to heaven, Lord, and giving us the gift of the Holy Spirit, Father, to be our advocate, to be our leader and our guider, Lord, and to help us in need. I pray, Lord God, that you say that whoever knocks, the door shall be answered, Lord. And I pray that we keep knocking, Lord, that we keep praying, we keep persistent, Lord. And if we don't first hear, Lord, we keep going, Lord. We keep hearing and searching for you, Lord. And we will hear from you, Lord. And you will not fail us. Lord, I pray, Lord God, that we just give you some quietness and stillness, Lord, just for a minute there. And I pray everyone, eyes closed and head down, just to listen for God's voice and His direction. And just think of one thing, one decision that you've been pondering on, or one big thing you've been sort of wrestling with, and um, in this minute, yeah, just rest in God and just completely give it over to Him in trust and faith, and just hear His voice. So much fun.